Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. A historic tour of Cuban all-stars and the Latin band led by a British girl with a trumpet that's taken over the world. It's all here today on Music Friday Live. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live. We are the music at the end of the week to keep you going all weekend. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your host. And today, today we are going to be talking to two fabulous musicians, uh, the girl with the trumpet that we told you about. Uh, Jenny Ball will be here along with uh, and tell us about Jenny and the Mexicats. And then in segment two, we're going to be talking with an original member of the Buena Vista Social Club, a man who is legendary for his contributions to, to Cuban music, Juan de Marcos Gonzalez. We're brought to you by World Arts, and by, uh, which is the global platform for musicians, fans, and the music industry. And also we're brought to you by MySanFelipeVacation.com, your source for a great getaway on the Sea of Cortez. Now, don't forget, this is your show. These bands are here to talk to you, so you can email your questions, your comments to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. We don't have call-in today. Sorry about that, but the uh, the platform um, that we're on decided to have its, its, its call-in people take the day off because it's a holiday. Uh, good Friday. But I want to give a special welcome to our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates, and also to those of you listening to us on Stitcher or iTunes and on the Artist Echoes network in the UK. So if you're listening to us live now, you can call in, or if you're listening to us on a podcast or delayed broadcast, you can email in. Either way, we'll see to it our our guests get your questions. Well, whoa, whoa, we have a surprise guest, Joanna Walfish. Hi, Joanna. Hi, Patrick. How are you? I'm doing well, and I understand that you have a new album in the works and a pledge music campaign. You want to tell us about it? Yeah, that's right. I um, have a brand new record um, coming out later this year called Blood and Bone, and um, I'm doing a pre-order campaign right now on pledge music. It's a uh, on the Pledge Music site, if you go to www.pledgemusic.com forward slash Joanna Walfish, um, you'll see all about it. Okay, and and you've been a busy yeah. girl because you uh, you released uh, Gardens. Hi, yes, sorry, the, the line just broke up. Um, okay. <laughs> Did you release a, an album last year? Yeah, just last summer in in July, I released Gardens in My Mind, um, and uh, and that's when we last talked because I did my Great Song Cycle bike tour down the West Coast um, uh, to celebrate the release of that, and then I got back um, and went straight into the studio to make this new record, which uh, yeah, I can't help myself. Writing songs and recording <laughs> them is my favorite thing to do. So, <laughs> <laughs> it, and that and bicycle riding, right? And bicycle riding, yes. Exactly. So, so what are your bicycle plans coming up? Where are you going to be? You're going to be East Coast or West Coast? Actually, well, I'm based in the West Coast now, hooray! Um, so I'll be out here a lot. Um, but I am actually planning my next bike trip, the Great Song Cycle Down Under. So I'm going to do one in Australia from Brisbane to Hobart, um, oh my God. which is about twice the distance that I did last year. But you know. Um, yeah, and I'm also actually writing a writing a memoir about my trip last year. It's going to be a, in a performance form called The Great Song Cycle, Song Cycle, in case you couldn't get enough song cycles into a sentence. Um. <laughs> you you are amazing. You're absolutely amazing. <laughs> well, 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 I hope I'm going to be able to see you out on the on the bike paths in Los Angeles before you take off for Australia. When are you taking off for Australia? 
that'll be 2018. Yeah, oh, there's okay, a lot of planning so. involved in that one. So it's, oh, it's yeah. going to be a while. I'm here for a while. I'm, I'm going to be here writing and performing and, and so on. So Now, when, when you go on the great song cycles, uh, do mm-hmm. you have a bike with um, um, panner bags in the front and the back? Yeah, exactly. I, I have um, two in the front, two in the back, and then my handlebar bag. Um, and then my instrument on the top of the bag. Oh, that, so, that means you must be pedaling about 40 pounds or so. About that, yeah. It was like it was about 30, 30 kilos um, last summer. So <clears throat> it's a weight. Yeah. It's definitely a well, weight. <laughs> and, and, and for our, our, our listeners who are not cyclists, um, the average carbon fiber bike these days uh, that you use for these kinds of trips weighs about 15 pounds, uh, mm-hmm. maybe 16 when you put all your drinks and meters and things on it. So you're a pretty strong girl. Well, well, t- well tell me about the the uh, the album Blood and Bone. How far along are you on it? Has it been recorded um, yet? It's it's been recorded. Yeah, it's almost finished. Um, I am actually going back into the studio this month to to record the two final songs um, and part of the pledge music campaign is um, basically to help, um, you know, with, with fan support, help finish the record um, and release it. So yeah, it's, it's a song. I mean, it's an album um, really about love and travel. Um, a lot of the songs have, well, a couple of them were directly influenced by my last trip down the West coast. Um, and a lot of very honest stories about relationships and, and um adventure so yeah and and blood and bone the title track it's not very gruesome at all it's it's, um it's all about the lyric is this ship has sails made of blood and bone and it knows the way home and so the idea is that you yourself as a human being you know you're always secure in yourself and whatever happens you will find your way home back to base um well i certainly hope so it's a hopeful album (laughs) <laughs> I certainly hope so. If, if you're on a bike with carrying 40 pounds worth of stuff, you better be able to find your way home. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm sure you do. And, and again, for those of you who are not uh, cyclists, uh, long distance cyclists, and I've done some of that myself, we, we have GPS and we have Google Maps and, and, um, and Garmin makes a number of uh, little gadgets that we can carry with us. So it's hard to get lost. Although people do it. People do it. Well, People do get lost. Oh, yeah. Well, we have a, a few more minutes. Unfortunately, since the, the album isn't out yet, I, I, I can't play any of, of the music, but uh, <clears throat> we will. Now, you're writing in Australia, but you're going to release mm-hmm. the album here in the U.S.? Yeah, I'll be releasing um, in the U.S., in Europe, in the U.K., um, and, and worldwide. Um, I mean, the Australia tour, that is uh, that's going to be both an album release tour, but also just just a concert tour um you know i'm trying to make the world as small as possible as far as my music goes um so but i'll definitely be touring in in the u.s um to release this and i have a few shows this summer on the western east coast um to promote it um and so my next show in, in la is on the 4th of may um at the lyric hyperion theater um, so I'll be singing the songs from the album live. You know, if you if you are interested, that's oh. where to hear it. Okay, but you won't have preview copies yeah. available there, will you? Um, I actually will. I have download cards um, on me for those, yeah, who who are savvy enough to come to my shows and want to hear more. Then yes, they will have the privilege to get it. And also, if you do pledge on the pledge music campaign, you get to um, see a lot of videos. And they're down. You know, you can already download the title track, some um, some songs that are not going to end up on the album. Um, yeah, that's part of the fun of that campaign. Okay. All right. Well, uh, it must be really interesting when uh, you do a show and you pedal up, <laughs> lean your bike against the wall someplace inside the uh, the venue, and then unload your guitar and go and plug mm-hmm. in. Is that essentially what happens? Yeah, I mean, you know, I haven't done a massive bike to gig for since last summer. Um, but I mean, certainly when I was doing the the, the major tour, um, that's basically what happened. I would rock up with all my gear and and um, and unload. And I mean, it became such a story. I mean, people would come to my shows because they'd read about this crazy girl biking down the coast, and they were like, "We just have to see that you were real," you know. Um, and yeah. Um, 
But it's, well, you know, it keeps your lungs exercised. You can sing a lot. I'll bet. Yes. Well, let's. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're almost out of time, but let's tell our <laughs> our, our audience, these those who are in Los Angeles and Hollywood, and actually, wow, we got an email from somebody here in Hollywood, uh, who uh, to you. So first of all, let's let's tell them again when and where the, the your first LA uh, concert's going to be. So I have two in May. There's May fourth at the Lyric Hyperion Theater, um, just in, in Los Feliz, and then I have uh, May twenty second at the Republic of Pi. Uh, the 7 p.m. slot. Um, those are my two shows. And then what else? My pledge music campaign, Joanna Wallfish. It's like a wall and a fish with a C in it. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, um, we have yeah. an email here from um, uh, Stephen in uh, Salt Lake. And Stephen wants to know if you have a special holder for your guitar on your bicycle. And he says that people do it for surfboards. Why not guitars? Oh yeah, on the side. I don't know. I just I put it. I strap it to the top because once you have the panniers on, you create this nice platform. So I strap it to the top. Um, and I actually use rock straps. I'm just going to do a little advertising for my my friend who makes these great uh, extendable straps for luggage and stuff instead of bungee ropes because bungees break off and get into your spokes and then you're dead. Um, mm. But Ooh. yeah, which almost yeah. happened to me on my trip. Anyway, yeah. So mm-hmm. I base it's very it's very basic. I just uh, I just strap it on and make sure it doesn't you know the my instrument doesn't fall down. It's like a you know, it's quite happy. It gets a good suntan. <laughs> and, and so do you too, <laughs> as a matter of fact. <laughs> and I know you do because I've seen you. Okay, all mm-hmm. right. Well, um, real quick, um, where should people go to follow you while you're on your tours? Your website. Um, yeah, everything I update everything on my website. So it's um, Um So and if you Google it and get the spelling slightly wrong, you'll find it eventually. Um, yeah, but I put all my tour dates and my everything's oh, everything's up there. Okay, and uh, I want everybody to remember the the Pledge Music campaign. Uh, musicians must get paid. Well, thank you for taking the time to to, to call in. We really appreciate thank it. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you so much. Okay, we're going to take a, a, a quick break right now. And when we come back, I want to tell you about our next guest. So don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday Live. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archived CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. And we're back. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your your host here at uh, Music Friday Live, which is your place to come for music to get all set for the weekend. We have a uh, we have two great Latin guests today, and unfortunately, we may only have one. Uh, um, Jenny Ball, who is the Jenny of Jenny and the Mexicats, is uh, currently on tour in here in the United States, but she's using a Mexican cell phone, and there, we may be having a problem because they live in Mexico City, we may be having a problem reaching her on that uh, Mexican cell phone. We uh, we keep getting uh, um, voicemail in Spanish, uh, and as best as I can translate it with the um, second semester Spanish I'm now in, is that this telephone number is not operational. So we'll see. We're going to keep trying. But but for those of you who don't know about Jenny and the Mexicats, I'm going to tell you a little bit about them and about Jenny, and then we'll play some of their music while we continue to see if we can get hold of Jenny. Jenny Ball <laughs> tells a story about one of their concerts at which a very enthusiastic fan was singing along with the band, and the police tried to stop him. Now, this was in Spain. I don't know why the police tried to stop him. I don't think Jenny knows either, but he didn't stop. He kept right on singing, and eventually the police gave up. But the band decided to invite him on stage and sing with him, which was probably a life-changing event for him. Uh, it was, but that's the kind of band that Jenny and the Mexicats is. They're absolutely fearless. They will do just about anything. They're not afraid of anything, which may be why a Spanish-Mexican band 
fronted by a blonde British girl with a trumpet is so successful. Or maybe it's because they just know no boundaries. They do rock, boleros, flamenco, rockabilly, rap, pop songs. It's all fun for them, and it's all fun for their legions of fans. It's also maybe because their shows are wild. I mean wild. So I, I have a picture of Jenny playing her trumpet standing on top of the bass. That's a big stand-up bass. I mean, and her venues are, and the venues are packed. They pack stadiums. So I don't know, but I think actually maybe one of the reasons why they're so popular is because they're just one of the best damn bands out there, either live or in the studio. So they're magic. Now, I did have a chance to talk with uh, Jenny on uh, my show on Wednesday when they were in Mexico. And uh, apparently the, the Mexican cell phone works a lot better from Mexico than it does from Seattle, which is where they are now. But we're going to keep trying to, to get uh, the hold of them. But in the meantime, we're going to play some of their music and we're going to start with Azabache. That was Abache by Ginny and the Mexicats, and uh, we're uh, we're still trying to uh, see if we can uh, reach them. Um, we have all of the the codes that are necessary to to call Mexico City, but apparently they they don't they're different with the cell phones. Um, and like I say, we talked to her Wednesday. She was on the other show Wednesday, but uh, 
uh, we keep getting uh, these odd recordings. So now we're we're trying to reach her. Her we we did talk to her manager earlier, but we can't reach him now. So we're trying to get to her agent. But in the meantime, uh, <clears throat> for those of you who are who really enjoy this, let me just tell you a little bit of, about Jenny and the Mexicats. Uh, uh, like I say, Jenny's uh, British. Learned to play the trumpet early on, and also the the guitar and, and the piano, and she um, moved to Spain. She moved to Spain because she encountered the double bass guitar, or rather double bass player, uh, Icho. Uh, she saw um, a band that he was in, and she said, "This is my kind of music." So she moved to Spain. Did not speak a word of Spanish. Put together the 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 band. Uh, she she uh, joined with uh, Icho and then uh, two Mexican players, a percussion player and a uh, guitarist, and they launched um, first not under a different name, and then they launched uh, uh, Jenny and the Mexicats, and they have been enormously successful. Their their first album came out and went gold. So they tour all over Europe, uh, and then now they've relocated to uh, Mexico City, and they're touring in the United States. They're currently up in, like I said, they're currently playing in Seattle, which may be the problem in that we're trying to call a Mexican cell phone, uh, which is uh, currently sitting in a pocket in Seattle. So that's, uh, that may be the problem. But uh, they do just absolutely uh, high energy and also soft. We just heard one of their soft, smooth pieces. So let's, let's play one of the more energetic pieces from uh, Jenny and the Mexicats. This is uh, Le Diablo. Diabla by Jenny and the Mexicats. And Jenny and the Mexicats is currently on tour. They're in uh, Seattle today. They're actually going to try to set up some uh, dates in Los Angeles and other cities. I know they're also going to uh, 
to Phoenix. And uh, um, so you should check out their website uh, for their tour. And that's off of the, of the new album. And we got some more of their songs here, too. We were, ho- we were hoping we were going to have them. But, uh, but apparently a, uh, a Mexican cell phone in Seattle has uh, made it uh, a little difficult. But uh, anyway, we get to enjoy their music. And I really do love their music. I could listen to their music all day long. In fact, yesterday I was listening to their music all day long. So maybe we should play a little bit more of their music. I'm going to play Under My Skin. This is Jenny and the Mexicans. Jenny and the Mexicats, which just shows that they're, they can do soft and lovely and romantic and they can do wild. Well, they're up in Seattle right now. They're on tour and then they're moving to Dante's in Portland. And then they're going to go down to Tucson. They're going to be at the Club Congress on uh, Saturday, April 25th. They're going to be at Dante's on April 15th. 
And then you're going to get to see them in Houston, Texas. That's right, at Fitzgerald in Houston, Texas. So they're on tour. You can catch them live. They are wild live. And while you're there, you should, uh, uh, while you're listening, uh, you should check out their uh, their website, which gives you all of the information and also some some uh, way to get uh, their new songs. Well, you're listening to Music Friday Live. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your host here. And uh, in a few minutes, we're going to have a truly wonderful guest, uh, a historic guest, a man who was part of the original Buena Vista Social Club. But meantime, I wanted to, to just mention something. If you're planning on going to Coachella, if you're in Southern California, or even if you're not in Southern California, because Coachella attracts people from all over the, uh, uh, the country, if you're planning on going to Coachella this year, there's a Latin stage. That's right. First time, which is kind of interesting for a music festival that's in a, a town with a name like Coachella and whose residents are about 80 uh, percent Latino. So if you're going to Coachella this year for the first time, there is going to be a Latin stage. You're going to see bands like uh, Chicano Batman and Diametrica uh, um, from uh, Colombia and uh, many local Latino bands and American Latino bands. So I'm really glad to see that the organizers at Coachella have recognized that American Latino music is now a major piece of the music scene, particularly here in Southern California, but also in Texas and in New York. And of course it's been that way in Miami for a long time. So check out Coachella. If you haven't got your tickets yet, you're going to be amazed at what you see. Well, we're going to take a, a real quick break now, and uh, actually, we're going to take a little trip to Mexico, and when we come back, we're going to go to Cuba, but right now, here's a trip to Mexico. Don't go away. Just two hours south of the California border lies the enchanting seaside town of San Felipe, Baja, California, where friendly people, warm waters, and a relaxing vacation awaits. And it all starts at www.mysanfelipevacation.com. Whether you choose to golf on the 18-hole championship course overlooking the Sea of Cortez with friends, enjoy a romantic weekend for two on the beach, or take the whole family for a fun-filled weekend of shopping and activities, you'll be sure to find just the right accommodations at MySanFelipeVacation.com. So what are you waiting for? Isn't it time you got away? Visit www.MySanFelipeVacation.com today. That's www.mysanfelipevacation.com. See you in San Felipe. Yes, you'll see me in San Felipe, and it is about time you got away for that vacation. Uh, take a weekend or a week, whatever. You're going you're gonna to love it. And something else you're going to love is that if you use the code MFLA5, you get a discount when you go to MySanFelipeVacation.com. So that's MFLA5. You get a 5% discount on all your accommodations, and you will have a wonderful time. Well, as many of you who listen to the show regularly know, uh, Music Friday Live went on a music trek in Cuba in January. We met artists. We met producers. We met promoters. We listened to bands. We danced a lot of salsa. And generally, we were awed by the music of this tiny island off the coast of Florida. We were very fortunate to see a musical performance at Havana's famed Hotel Nacional that included two former members of the Buena Vista Social Club. Now, while I've listened to the music of the Social Club, and of course, I've seen the movie, it wasn't until that live performance that I fully realized the power and the joy of Cuban music. And that's why I am so honored today to welcome Juan de Marcos Gonzalez to Music Friday Live. He is a Grammy awarded band leader, a musician, a composer, a music director. Uh, he was, but most important, he was on the first recordings of the Buena Vista Social Club 20 years ago. And he's gone on to work with many of the greats of uh, Cubana Musica. In fact, he is one of the greats of Cubana Musica. He's on the West Coast tour now, leading the Afro-Cuban All-Stars Orchestra, and we are so proud to have him with us today. Juan, welcome to Music Friday Live. Juan? 
Uh, hi, I'm here. I was uh, listening to you. Thank you very much for your words, and uh, I really appreciate that you like the Cuban music. Do you know our oh, music okay. was in passion for years here in, in your country? <laughs> Unfortunately, because of the politicians, we were isolated for a while. I think that we're coming back, and uh, really the Cuban music is strong. We have nothing in our country. We have no oil. We don't have uh, great resources. But we have a great music, great musicians, beautiful women, and the best tobacco of the world, and probably the best rum as well. Yeah, definitely the best rum. I, I, I don't think I've ever drunk so many mojitos in my life as when I was in Cuba. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting you bring that, that, that up about the isolated, because the Cubanos that I talked with it when I was in Cuba pointed out mm-hmm. that they spread their music and their rum and their tobacco all over the world. It's only the United States is actually isolated from Cuba. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was and, a problem of the USA. Basically, yeah. it was a problem of the USA. It was a problem between the politicians. Uh, I hope that in the future everything is going to be all right. Everything is starting to open uh, since the visit of Mr. Barack Obama to Cuba, and I hope that in the next future... Everything is going to be okay. We are going to have the the chance that we had before to sign contracts with uh, American companies for distributing properly our music here in this country. With the Buenos Aires Double Associate Club, we were lucky. We sold here, I think, about three, four million copies. The African All Stars also sold very well, and uh, also the Wayne Gonzalez's album, which was the first album that we uh, recorded. Uh, well, one of the albums that we recorded during the, the sessions. I hope that we are going to get back to where we were before, and uh, Cuban music is pretty strong. There's a lot of talent in our country, not only in traditional Cuban music, which is the style that I play, but also contemporary Cuban music and uh, songwriting and the poetry. Uh, really is a talented uh, country. Remember when uh, Cubans arrived to Miami, Miami was a swamp. And they turned <laughs> Miami into one of the most important cities. And also, you know, there were more than 300 attempts to kill Castro in our country. I think couldn't make it. CIA couldn't make it. So yes, I, I, we are talented people, definitely. I think that we are going to, to have a chance, and we deserve a chance, because uh, well, it's you, a great country got, at the end. Uh, you and I are, and, and many others are doing our best to see to it, to have that chance. And, you know, you've got a new album out, you put together yes. the All-Star Orchestra, which includes your daughters, I noticed. You are on tour, you're releasing your, yes. your live 20th anniversary album. You're a busy guy. How do you get all of this done? <laughs> it's difficult, you know, because I'm getting older. I used to be really stronger than before. But I've been working about 18 hours a day in order to prepare this release. There's a new album out. The album is called Absolutely Live 2. There, there was a, a previous Absolutely Live, the first version, which, which was a, a live concert. Well, two live concerts, one in Japan and the other one in The Hague at the uh, North CES Festival. This Absolutely Live 2 brings two concerts. It's a live album as well with two concerts. The first one was at the Guanajuato uh, Cervantino Festival, International Festival, a great uh, concert for about 10,000 people attending. And then the second one was at the Bethesda uh, Strathmore Center for the Arts. This concert in Bethesda is a video. It's a video that's on Blu-ray in the physical edition and the video is going to be out very soon. Uh, the first thing is the audio, which is going to be out on the 21st of April this uh, this month. And uh, I hope that the people is going to enjoy it because, uh, you know, Cuban music is a live thing. And uh, this is an album with no tricks. There's no tricks, no auto-tune, nothing that's normally used in order to post-produce the, the music that a singer or a, a band performs. It's simply the real thing, exactly as it happened when we were playing. And it brings the spirit of the band, it brings the energy of the band to the ears of the audience. I hope that the people are going to enjoy the album, 
And so far, we have been starting. We are starting our tour here in the West Coast. We so far have played uh, Seattle at the Moore Theater, which is a beautiful theater, by the way. It's an old theater for 2006. And yesterday, we played our first concert here at the San Francisco Jazz, where we come normally every couple of years. And the concert was playing absolutely sold out. We have four more shows sold out here. Well, let, let me tell our audience uh, about the rest of the shows. Uh, uh, you're, yes. Like you say, you're playing in Seattle. Then you go to San, uh, to San Francisco Jazz Center and then to the Santa yes. Cruz Cumbia uh, Jazz Center. Then you're coming to L.A. You're going to play at the, one of our premier jazz clubs, the Catalina. And I'm going to be at that yes. show. You're going to be four or five days there. And then you move on to, to Phoenix. So anybody who yes. wants to see you live, they're in those uh, shows. They should go to your your website and get tickets because they're all going to be sold out. Now I want to ask you real quickly, you were the yes. musical director and I think you played on the first uh, Buena, uh, Buena Vista social club album. So you worked with Ry Cooter. Yes. What was it like yes. to work with Ry Cooter? I understand he's kind of a wild man. He's a great man. He's a great musician. Definitely. He's a, a great person. And not only him, but his family, Susan Cooter is a beautiful uh, person as well, Joaquin, his son. It was a great experience because I, I always loved rock and roll and blues and this kind of music and the, the, the possibility to have a chance to perform with Cooder. Even he played a, a solo in my uh, first album of the African Ostras. It was a great experience. I was the main leader. In fact, the, the idea of making an album like the Buena Vista Social Club was my idea. And Nick Golds, who was the OES, the owner of a small label in London called Wall Circuit. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and uh, I wanted to make a tribute to my daddy. My daddy used to be a singer for some of the top Cuban bands during the late 30s and the 40s. And uh, in fact, uh, I wanted to make a tribute using some of his friends still alive, people that used to attend parties at our house in, uh, in Havana for a long time. Compay Segundo was like uh, my uncle. I grew up with him, balcony to balcony, just at the corner of Salud Street and Okendo. And uh, in fact, uh, it, it was a great experience, this recording. I'm very proud that I gave them, I mean, the old guys, the possibility to go to stage, back to stage, and to perform and to make good things. And they became really, really, really famous. It was unbelievable, the success of Ibrahim Ferrer, for example, Ruben González, Copay Segundo. They were really, really successful. And they were so happy to be back on stage because normally the people don't take care of no guys. It's normal. <laughs> you love your, uh, your granddaddy, but uh, you don't respect that much your, old, your granddaddy because he's too old and he can forget things and this kind of stuff. But oh, really... They were unbelievable, unbelievable men, and they were uh, really successful. It was a great experience that when I was just a club. Well, I want to play some of the, some of your new music. Uh, we've got uh, some music yes. here from uh, Absolutely Live too. So let let's listen to a little bit of uh, of Camino de Santiago. Santiago, um, and we're we're talking. Uh, <laughs> uh, we we have our our guest today is, is at a hotel because he's on tour, and uh, there's some, some construction going on in the hotel. 
So <laughs> don't worry about it. it, it that's fine. Um, Juan, Juan DeMarcos is, is doing just fine, and those those all those power tools you hear behind him means that he's staying in a hotel that's getting remodeled. Well, uh, Juan, to me, that song is the essence of Cuban music. Now, now, when I was in Cuba in January, I was able to hear Cuban bands play all kinds of music, rock and hip-hop and yes. jazz, but it always sounded Cuban. And I wonder for yes. you, what is the essence of Cuban music? What makes Cuban music Cuban, not Latin, but Cuban? Well, there's one thing, one important thing that makes the Cuban music Cuban is the accent of the music. Normally for Western music, the accent is on the first beat, what mm-hmm. you Americans call downbeat. So, right. or uh, for example, in terms of jazz, the, the big four is so the accent is in the downbeat. What's the problem with the Cuban music and what makes the Cuban music special? The accent is moved either to the fourth beat of the bar or the second half of the fourth beat of the bar. And this is the way the women walk. You know, the women step and then they send the hip to one side just in the, in the middle, you know, in the, in the eighth note. And this, this makes the, the Cuban music very special and very oh. danceable. It's very, uh, besides, it's the syncopation. Perhaps I'm, I'm, I'm being a little bit technical, but for no, example, no, the triplets, the triplet, when you play a triplet in yeah. one beat of the bar, normally in the Western music, the triplet is exactly as a triplet should be measured. Meanwhile, in the Cuban music, the triplet is delayed. There's certain delay, certain small delay that they say about 164, which is what wow. we call sandunga. Okay. We call it sandunga. And if you're not able to play this way, then uh, we can call you uh, gallego. You know, you cannot play with this normal syncopation. I don't know why, because Galicians are great musicians. But we can yeah. sing Gallegos. I don't know. It's a, it's a custom of our country. This makes well, I, the Cuban music special. I, I play the cajon and, and the clave. And, I've, yeah. I've, and I know how to do a triplet. But I'm going to have to go back and work on the Cuban triplet now, because obviously it's not yes. the, the, the same thing. Well, I understand that one of your missions in life is to keep this music alive. But yes. it seems that Cuban music affects, infects every kind of music. You hear it in jazz and blues and hip-hop and Latin music in general. I suspect it's actually going to outlive both of us by a long shot. But I noticed yes. that when I was in Cuba, many, many young bands are now playing rock and hip-hop and jazz. And I talked with the producers who work with these bands, and what they're telling me is that the the upcoming generation of Cubano musicians are actually blending the music of Norte Americana with the music mm-hmm. of Cuba. Is this a good thing? Yes. It is. Why? Uh, in certain senses, yes. It's very good to be open to everything, but you have to stand on the roots. I think that we, what makes unique our country is that, is that we are a tiny, small country, and we have created more than 75 different styles of popular music. You can <laughs> blend. You can get the influence from everywhere. Even you can. I do it because I'm a lover of symphonic music, and sometimes in some of my arrangements, I quote Schoenberg, or I quote Mozart, or I yeah. quote the style of the neoclassical song. But you have to stand on your roots. If you go to become America, then you are going to do nothing because uh, you can be a great Cuban jazz player. We have Paquito Rivera, we have Chucho Valdez. But remember, when Paquito was in Cuba, Paquito uses to play with much more American flavor in the solos. When he okay. arrived to this country, he changed completely his style, and he started quoting the Cuban syncopation in his solos, and that made him unique and one of the greatest perform- jazz performers in this country. Do you know, in Cuba, what happens when you're isolated for a long time, 
you start thinking that whatever is going on outside of your boundaries is better than what you have. And then you recognize what you have when you go out, when you are yeah. living in another places, and when the people recognize you for what you do or for, and for what you are. And uh, this is something that uh, is temporary. This is absolutely temporary. They want to be Americans. You know, I've seen people with American flag walking in the streets in Havana. But, I know. You know, yeah, this is something that's going to happen, something temporary. We have been isolated. We have had a very restrictive government. And uh, in the way that the government is opening the doors, the people was going to be realizing that they have to keep being Cubans. Well, of course, Keep now they have the internet. in order to make it. Now they have you the internet, I mean? and, yeah, and and the yeah. packet, and so they do know. Well, I'm going to play a little bit more of your music. I want to play uh, okay. Yamada. Okay. Viva Mexico! Talking with Juan DeMarco Gonzalez about the the Afro-Cuban All-Stars Orchestra that he is currently uh, leading and touring with and about their new album, Absolutely Live 2. And uh, that was uh, a cut from uh, Absolutely Live 2, Yaimara's uh, group. Who, who is Yaimara? Uh, well, it, this is a song that a friend of mine who well, used to be my trumpet player about uh, six, seven years ago. He wrote for... His wife, his wife is Jaimara. And then I, I took the song, I uh, rearranged the song, and then I recorded live in my concert in Guanajuato. It's, uh, okay. it's a kind of cha-cha-cha, you know, it's a mix of yes. cha-cha-cha, jazzy cha-cha-cha. Good for you. Oh, I, like, I, I really love to listen to it. I see that your daughters are touring with you, and I, I did a little research on your daughters, and they're both incredible musicians that must be yes, really yeah. a source of pride and joy every day for you to uh, play on stage with your daughters. Yeah, for me, it's a, it's a pleasure. Not only my daughters, I do have my wife as well. It's uh, it, the, the fact of being on the stage, on stage with a family is simply great. And I'm so proud of my daughters. The, the older one who is a, uh, She's playing vibraphone and keyboards in the in the band, but she's an orchestra conductor and incredible composer of symphonic music as well. But she's also a, a negra rumbera, you know what I mean. So yeah. she enjoys to play popular music. The younger one is a clarinet player, and I have created a special brass section, which is slightly different than the normal brass section of the African bands. I'm using a bass clarinet instead of a baritone sax. She plays sex as well but i love oh. much more this warmer sound it's low end but warmer sound of the bass clarinet and this is the the rest section that i do have they are both incredible performers great jazz improviser and uh classical performers as well they have been playing with the symphonic orchestras in mexico and and in some more places in Havana. and uh it's a it's a pride for me i'm very proud i'll tell you a secret if we don't have the chance to do it. I didn't want my daughters to be musicians in the same way that my daddy didn't want me to be a musician. <laughs> I wanted them to be <laughs> lawyers or doctors or whatever, but they had the music in the blood and they became musicians. I, what can you do? The same as I did. <laughs> Good for you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they had minds of their own because I've been listening to their music as well as the music of uh, the uh, the orchestra and they're both tremendously talented young women and uh, congratulations on raising two tremendously talented uh, musicians in the family. Well, we are just about out of time. I wanted to play a little bit of uh, 
Guayas del Pasado because it has uh, the Lake Compe Segundo uh, on it, but I don't think we're going to have time. Um, yes. But I just wanted to let you know, when I was in Cuba and I was meeting with lots of, of people in the music industry, I was collecting mm-hmm. CDs. People were handing me CDs, and one of the CDs they gave me uh, is uh, Yo, uh, Yo Vengo uh, Aquí, which is one of his CDs. Yo Vengo Aquí, compay. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. compay so he obviously he's not with us any longer. But, but when did you uh, record with him? Uh, well, we I grew up with Kumpai. I grew up with him. You know, we oh, we live okay. uh, really together. And uh, even my man, when his wife died, and uh, every morning he used to knock at the at the at the wall of the of the kitchen. Which is the same kitchen which was just separated by a wall, and then my mom used to prepare coffee for him, and then oh. they had a chat at the balcony. My first guitar, my first guitar when I went to the conservatory was bought to Compay Segundo by my daddy, and we grew up. We recorded together in uh, with the Buena Vista Society Club, and also some more recordings in Havana. And uh, for me, it was a great experience. He was a great Segundo singer, what we call a Segundo really- singer. And I'm too really a segundo was, singer. Yeah. No, that's good as him, but I'm a segundo yeah. singer as well. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to putting this in and listening to it after the, the show today because uh, you're right. He's, he's fabulous. And also, I, I love the idea that he invented his, his own guitar with a, uh, a resonant uh, uh, string in it to combine uh, both uh, Cuban and uh, Spanish uh, sounds. Unfortunately, yes. we are out of time. We ought to have an hour yes. interview because you've got so many yes. great stories. Uh, I just wanted to to remind our listeners that they can follow the Afro-Cuban All-Stars on your tour in either English or Spanish at afrocubanallstarsonline.com. You guys are also all over social media. You can, you're can you streaming on Spotify. You can be listened to, down, downloaded on SoundCloud. You've got a Twitter feed. You're on Facebook. Best of all, people should actually buy your music on iTunes. Um, Yes. You're going to be in San Francisco. You're going to be in Los yes. Angeles. You're going to be in Phoenix. Those are going to be sellout shows. Folks should get their tickets in advance. Anything else I should tell them real quickly? No. Well, I'm very excited to play L.A. This last time we played at Royce Hall at the UCLA sure. and Santa mm-hmm. Barbara University as well. Now we're going to play Yes Club, and this is more more intimacy. I don't know what's the word, if this is the correct pronunciation of the word. It's going to be it's a closer cancer that people is going to be nearer to us and we are going to enjoy this situation and help to see uh, my people there in LA. Actually, uh, I've been to the Catalina. It's one of uh, the premier jazz clubs here in Los Angeles. It is very intimate. You will have an opportunity to uh, get a lot closer to the audience and the sound in there is wonderful. So those of us who are sitting back there with, with, with our mojitos are going to just be really treated to the wonderful music you make. Juan, thank, so you, thank you so much for taking the time away and uh, from, from uh, your tour. I wish you good luck, and I'm going to see you next Saturday night at the, the Catalina. So thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you very much for giving me a chance to be with your audience. And for me, it's a privilege to be talking to you. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Cyberstation USA Network, the Blog Talk Radio Network, our radio affiliates, and also our affiliates in London. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feed, get real-time updates on our guest. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Sonano, who now has her own radio show. Congratulations, Angeline. Download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com slash Music Friday. Be here next Friday. Our guest will be Swirl, and also Amanda from The Strands is going to join us. We've got a new solo album. Check out our Twitter stream and our Facebook page, and we're going to update you on the guests that will be there. You get some more details. And now I want to leave you with some more of the wonderful music of the Afro-Cuban All-Stars. This is El Bolero.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.